2: Now
4: You know, sometimes when you see a story, when you catch a headline, and you read a little deeper, you just have to laugh. Sometimes when you encounter something that is so absurd, yet so obvious and predictable, you just have to take it in for what it is and enjoy it. And of course, what I'm talking about today is is this amazing story from the Washington Free Beacon, which goes over the recently filled out financial statements from the official Black Lives Matter organization. Because if you thought them not filing these statements was suspicious, if you thought that the Attorney General of California of all places blocking them from being able to raise money from California residents was a sign that maybe we might be dealing with an instance of a 501c3 charity fraud, then, oh my God, get a load of what we have on display in this amazing article. Now, we're going to dive into it. We're going to look into it. We're going to laugh at it. But before we do that, I just want to say thank you to everybody who signed up over on actualjusticewarrior.com slash join.
0: Give me the money. Give You give me the money, okay?
4: Thank you to those of you who are listening via Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And thank you to all of you for getting me to the point where I'm at 250,000 subscribers. You guys have responded so amazingly to me going basically daily on this channel, and I really appreciate it. We're growing so much faster. We have more subscribers in the year 2023 already than we did in the entire year of 2022. So thank you so much. Now let's get into the story. So the sub headline of this article, which was written for the Washington Free Beacon by Andrew Kerr, is that Black Lives Matter bled cash and Suffered blistering investment losses in 2022, according to a copy of its tax return obtained by the Free Beacon. Now, for those of you who are curious about why Black Lives Matter, the nonprofit, has an investment account in the first place, let me just clear that up for you, because that is not the fraudulent part. A lot of nonprofits essentially will invest a huge chunk of their money in mutual funds or index funds that are relatively low risk, and end up donating the dividends to what whatever causes or operating based on the dividends. And that way, essentially when they get whatever initial huge cash transfusion into their group, they can run as essentially a perpetual non-profit now i actually think this is a genius strategy for non-profits overall especially if you're investing wisely in index funds which have a high rate of going up year over year even though nothing is guaranteed that's actually how i personally invest the overwhelming majority of my investment account ...in those same index funds, and that makes basically a perpetual charity operation that runs itself that is not subject to the shocks of high donations... Or low donations. However, part of that whole process is that you actually have competent, not insanely dumb people running the investments. And Black Lives Matter, the organization, unsurprisingly, probably thinks that a stockbroker or a financial advisor is actually a white supremacist position, decided to blow it on one single securities investment or group of securities investments that ended up suffering an 85% loss. Absolute disaster in every possible way. In fact, it looks like they blew almost a million dollars in losses, an 85% loss as I said. On a single sale of securities, which is pretty damn impressive, if I do say so. Obviously, these people are not familiar with the strategy of buy low and then hold and wait for the market to have an upswing. And yeah, totally disastrous in every possible way. Now, of course, that's just the light, incompetent fun stuff. The financial statements that show that Patrice Cullors, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, who faced a ton of scrutiny for the organization's real estate purchases, which we'll touch on in a little bit, actually is using the organization or the organization is paying out to her friends, family, and affiliates gigantic sums of money in which should obviously be considered quite suspicious by any tax auditor. Now, I don't expect them to actually face the scrutiny that you or I would face were we running a nonprofit with anything closely related to a conservative organization or goal in the mindset. However, it's just interesting that she is doing this so blatantly. And then when confronted with the prospect of revealing the crimes that she may be committing, Or at least transparently showing how they're spending the money. Patrice Colors has actually referred to financial statements as triggering and deeply unsafe. Now, for those of you who are unaware, Black Lives Matter. This organization is tax exempt. They do not pay taxes on the money that you send to them, and people who send money to them can actually write this off on their taxes as a charitable contribution. In exchange for not paying any taxes, they are supposed to offer up transparency for the donors, for the general public, because they're receiving a gift in that way. Now, Patrice Colors wanted to run a private corporation. If she wanted to use this money and pay people salaries in a business sort of way, she wouldn't have to disclose that. But because this self-described trained Marxist doesn't want to pay any taxes, and claims that she's doing the charitable work she has to show that so the idea that it's unsafe or triggering that we get to see how she's spending the money that she's being protected from taxes from on is absurd and insane in every possible way but again if i were paying my brother through a charity the amount of money that she was paying her brother i would find that to be a very unsafe and triggering experience when people point at it and say you know what this don't make any sense at all. So Paul Colors, the brother of Patrice Colors, made out exceptionally well. This guy, by the way, is a graffiti artist with no prior experience even as a bodyguard, and yet he was paid 1.6 million dollars for professional security services for Black Lives Matter in 2022. Paul Colors was also one of BLM's only two paid employees, so his company's got $1.6 million, but he actually got $126,000 as a salary on top of those security consulting fees. So let's recap. The brother who has no experience as even a security guard probably doesn't even have a license to be a security guard in any state that requires a license in the union is one of the only two employees of the black lives matter global network period point blank he's one of the only ones he's making a salary as head of security of $126,000. really nice for him but on top of that He has two different, apparently, two different security companies. God forbid if you're one of the people who hire a graffiti artist security companies in order to protect your stuff, that get paid $1.6 million in consulting fees. And again, she picked her brother as the person to receive this money. Not anybody else, not any professional, nothing like that. Her brother plenty of private security companies that will protect you for that amount of money all over the world, all over the United States of America. But the only person that you could find, the most qualified person, was Paul colors Now, Black Lives Matter, to be clear, did have a lot to protect. And this wasn't the fact that there might be evil white racists afoot that are coming after the members of the organization. They actually recently spent a lot of money in terms of high-end real estate, mansions, All over the world or at least all over the American continent because as you guys remember we've covered it on this channel many times before they dropped a significant amount of money on a Los Angeles mansion that they claimed in their filings initially were all about having a secure common space in order to run things related to the charity now what we ended up finding out is that this Los Angeles mansion, which by the way, very nice, very elegant, very beautiful. I'm so proud that they bought this just so that they could hang out. Ended up sleeping friends.
2: Order now
1: fighterflare.com. flare.com.
4: family and affiliates of Patrice Colors hosting her son's birthday party and at one point in time was actually meant to be the stage for Patrice Colors to have a cooking show where she showed us that not only is she one of America's top grifters but she is one of America's top chefs I'm assuming at some point she was going to have Gordon Ramsay in there it was essentially going to be like the Selena Gomez show except that Selena Gomez show actually involves her you know paying for her own home and cooking her food and actually involves donating to actual charities and this was supposed to be an amazing event for all of us where we all learned that Patrice colors was not only an innovator a charitable genius but also a top chef worthy of the celebrity status that she so desperately wanted now they also ended up buying it through a- an affiliate organization transfer a Toronto mansion that used to be the headquarters for the former Communist Party of Canada or of Toronto specifically. I don't exactly remember. And we actually covered this specific purchase before and how questionable it was because, of course, Patrice Cullors, who happens to be a non straight, has a wife. Her wife, of course, runs a similar organization out of Canada. And the way that that organization was able to purchase this Toronto former home of the Communist Party was through a transfer from BLM to the wife's organization, and this was done to do the purchase. Now, some people have said that this transfer, which, by the way, it is legal for nonprofits to transfer money to other nonprofits, was done in such a way to conceal the purchase. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Remember, Black Lives Matter was not really filing their paperwork, and it appears that this other organization was filing their paperwork, so we ended up finding out about it anyway. But I just think it's quite interesting that she's funneling money not only to members of her family in terms of salaries and consulting fees, but also funneling money to her wife's organization in order to buy iconic communist stuff from the nation of canada now in total they spent about 10.5 million on these kind of contractors and like i said not only among these contractors were patrice colors brother paul colors but there were also people that were closely related and or affiliated with patrice colors or other people in senior leadership positions to the organizations in fact another person which we will get on paid money directly it appears to her sister through the organization again as if that isn't an obvious red flag but if you guys are having trouble with the math or with the scale remember I said 12 million in real estate 10.5 million in contractors which is about 22.5 million out of the nearly 90 million that they received in the wake of the death of George Floyd. So we have a huge portion of the money just going to what looks like questionable purchases and nonsense right off the bat and you wonder why they didn't want to reveal this to the public. Now that Los Angeles mansion that I referenced that Patrice Cullors was going to do a cooking show out of ended up costing 6 million dollars and for 841,000 dollars the year before they paid Patrice's brother yet again to protect that specific property. So they're buying mansions, trying to do cooking shows and all these other absurd things, having birthday parties for members of Patrice Cullors family, and they're paying the brother to protect that six million dollar mansion because I guess there's criminals around that they don't want to break in in order to take their stuff. Again, I find this to be unbelievably amazing and ridiculous, especially considering these are the kind of people that were cheering on the Black Lives Matter Looting. These are the kind of people you would expect to retweet posts about how you need to take the riding and looting into the rich neighborhoods. But Patrice Colors cared so much about her six million dollar house that she needed to pay her brother eight hundred and forty thousand just to protect it. Now, of course, Patrice Colors was eventually forced to resign due to the scandal of her misappropriating funds. For personal use, being out there in the media with the birthday party and all of that. And then, all of a sudden, again, as we talked about, a guy called Bowers ended up taking over the organization. And this guy, if you'll remember, was actually accused of stealing $10 million from the organization. Now, Black Lives Matter, of course, paid Bowers' own consulting company $1.7 million for management and consulting fees. However, that $1.7 million consulting fee, even though it seems incredible, Incredibly suspicious for him to essentially approve that to himself is not what was at issue when it came to that $10 million fraud. And by the way, my favorite part about the whole Bowers $10 million fraud story is when he released a letter essentially calling the people that were saying, hey, all this money is missing at this organization. This is fraud. This is illegal. Race traders for daring to involve the racist legal system for trying to prevent him from siphoning off way more money than he even put on paper he was siphoning off from the organization. I have to say, obviously, I don't support charity fraud. Obviously, I don't support nonprofit fraud. But that letter on its own was such a chef's kiss moment to read because he essentially said, you suing me is actually white supremacy. Now, please give me the money.
0: Give me the money. Give you give me the money okay?
4: Now, like I said, they also paid the sister of Black Lives Matter board member Raymond Howard $1.1 million. This is a woman called Daniel Edwards, and this was also for consulting. And after a contract dispute with another unidentified board member's consulting firm, they agreed to pay $600,000 in order to settle that. So essentially you have an organization, you have a so-called charity that is meant to deal with the systemic racism, the systemic systems, the systemic structural racism that are in our structures and in our systems that seems to be just paying off people closely related to the board members and if this were hidden under any other veneer would have triggered multiple criminal investigations because this looks like on its surface according to the filing an obvious instance of charity fraud in fact even people amongst the board were like nah some of you are actually stealing too much and that actually is creating more fraud than we're even comfortable with because everything about this just reads like it's an absolute joke in fact if somebody, as a parody, wrote that this was how Black Lives Matter was spending the money, you wouldn't laugh at it because you thought, nah, I mean, that's that's a little too over the top. It's a little too villainous. This sounds like it's in a movie, but it's not. It's in real life, but apparently, if you blackwash any kind of fraud... It's totally fine, totally acceptable, and totally okay. Now, what's very interesting, by the way, and I appreciate the Free Beacon for putting this out there, is that apparently missing from their filing was a $969,000 payment to Trap Heels. Now, if you guys are unaware, this is actually a payment to the father of Patrice Color's only child. Now, according to the Free Beacon, the reason why this is absent from the report is that apparently as a nonprofit, you only have to put your top five contractors out into the public and the rest can kind of remain anonymous in terms of the filings. So if this nine hundred and sixty nine thousand to Patrice Cullers baby daddy falls outside of what's reportable, then that means there could be subsequent payments in the hundreds of thousands of dollars to other personally connected groups and or individuals that are just completely skating by. I would absolutely love for this organization to be audited so we could see who's getting what and how much and how absurd this actually is. But unsurprisingly, Black Lives Matter, which is built on a fraudulent idea that there's a massive problem of police officers due to evil white racism killing innocent angel unarmed black people happens to have fraud in their charity as well fraud in the premise fraud in the receipts but hey those are just my thoughts let me know your thoughts down in the comments below if you like the video shown by leaving a like subscribe for more content follow me on all my social media support me via the support links in the description of this video this has been me talking about the insane fraud of black lives matter the charity till next time
2: Order now.